Hello and welcome to the Not So Molly Mormon podcast. Hello and welcome back, everyone. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. Hello. Howdy doody. <laughs> Howdy doody. Please don't <laughs> leave. <laughs> I don't know why I went into that. I even did the little hand gesture. You guys know what I'm talking about. The little flexing the arm and pumping up. Howdy (laughs) doody. I can picture it, especially because listeners, Sarah is sitting in her office right now. This is how much she loves you. She doesn't have air conditioning or a fan. It's July and she has her feet in an ice bath. And then she's just going, howdy doody. (laughs) That is how much I love Katie and all of you No, <laughs> I literally though I wish one of these days maybe I'll take a picture of this and post it later my feet are literally in an ice bucket right now it's like ice water yeah I have a towel under it because you know I don't want to be messy but it is oh. so hot hashtag global warming because this shit does not happen in the UK and it is like in the 90s now like high 80s slash next week it's meant to be like 95 and y'all out air conditioning i can't function i can't do it and you're pregnant that just makes oh like we went to the hospital this morning for a scan an ultrasound and it was air conditioned and i honestly was like no please take your time just take all <laughs> the time i just like to oh. stay in here where it's i was like do you need blood work? Do you need a urine sample? Do you need anything? Just let me sit in the air con for as long as possible. <laughs> it was. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, well, she's here, friends, at the <laughs> point that she's trucking through <laughs> to give I'm you here the content. Just complaining because Katie has it much hotter where you live. So I just like to bitch and complain because I need air conditioning. And Here's that's the thing. all. It is extremely hot here. It's like 115 Fahrenheit. Oh. I have air conditioning, though, so I can't really complain. I just can't go outside is the problem. <laughs> I can't even imagine, though. But I also wonder, sorry, this is off tangent, but I'm, I am curious. Like, your air conditioning, like, it must have to be. It must have to be. <laughs> wow, I can't speak. You must have to do like tune-ups on it regularly or whatever, because I'm sure it's just running nonstop yeah. to keep up with the heat. Uh-huh. And when it breaks, it's terrifying, which is... Oh, how do you survive? I mean, like physically, you really wouldn't be able to, right? Like no, you have to somewhere. Yeah, we went to a hotel when it happened because <sighs> you can't, like you, you just roast. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. If anyone's in a cool place right now... Send us your cool vibes because, uh, and I mean temperature-wise, not your mood. I mean both, but <laughs> temperature. Send us your cool vibes. We want to be cool like you. <laughs> you can send both. I need help with both, but I just need cool vibes. <laughs> Sarah's not a regular mom. She's a cool mom. She needs your cool I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I love that Dusty, shout out to Dusty. She has this coffee mug that I see in her stories every time, and it's that, that quote. It's not so a good. normal mom. I'm a cool mom. Cool mom. <sighs> mom joke. Um, oh my god. Okay, so moving right along, I have some new patrons to shout out. So exciting. <laughs> new patron Stevie. Hello, Stevie. Welcome. Such a cute Stevie. Name. What an amazing name. Stevie. We became friends on social media, and she has amazing hair. So shout out to your. Oh wow. I'm a little jealous. I don't think we're friends on social media, Stevie. <laughs> well, maybe, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe we are. She's going to be like, that bitch, I requested her friendship, yeah. and I denied it. Which I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry, listeners, right now, when you request, because mine is set to private, sometimes it doesn't say, like, we have mutual friends or that you follow the podcast. So if it doesn't have any of those, and I'm like, I don't know who this person is. So I just always, like, decline. So you might need to send me a message because if I don't see that, I get random requests. I got one yeah. that, that asked oh. to be my – it was like, oh, I'll be your sugar daddy and pay you 9,000 pounds right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, like, I have. Okay. Um, like, let's send talk it on over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Greg, should we? We do have a baby on the way. He's like, no. <laughs> no. Um, here's what you do, uh, patrons. 
So we have our information. If you join us on Patreon, we have our social media information on there. You can become our personal friend. Add me first, because then I will look on Patreon to see if your name matches, and then I'll accept you. And then you can add Sarah, and then Sarah will see that you have a friend in common. There's there's the solution. <laughs> Hashtag Sarah's a diva and requires all the extra effort to just add me on Facebook. I'm really not that exciting. You're probably going to be like, all that for this. Oh, you are exciting. I think you're quite exciting. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, Stevie, thank you for joining us on Patreon, and we have one other new patron, Amy. We just have so many Amy patrons. Ooh. I love it. So thank you for joining us. We have like a bunch of Amys and Emilys. I feel like. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Thanks, Amy. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, you guys, on Patreon. Um, but that's all I have to announce, unless you have something else. <laughs> Nope, I don't have anything else. I am super excited about this topic. It's a surprise. Katie gave me a few options, and she said pick, and typical Sarah was like, it's too much. They're both interesting. You decide. So I don't know what we're going to talk about today, but I am super excited. <laughs> so I put a poll up on Patreon to let the patrons um, vote on topics, and we're going to get to all of them eventually. They just got to choose the order. So the first one that we're talking about today is Mormon swingers. <gasps> <laughs> I'm so excited. And also, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm completely oblivious. Like, I know oh, that good. this has been sparked by, I think it's like social media or something. I don't uh -huh. know. I know we've gotten a lot of requests and I don't know yes. anything about any of it. Good. Them. I can tell you all about it. Um, yeah, we got so many DMs and forwarded messages about this. This is, so Mormon swingers, particularly the drama surrounding the topic of Mormon social media influencers on TikTok who are supposedly oh. swingers. And I, um, I am an old person. I don't have TikTok, so <laughs> I... I had to find out all this information through other sources. Do you have TikTok, Sarah? No, I had it, I think, in first lockdown because it was, like, the cool thing to have. And then <laughs> I found myself, like, wait, just wasting so much time because it's never-ending, right? Like, right. you just keep scrolling and scrolling, and it never ends. So I would look at it before bed, like, oh, I'll just watch one or two. And then, like, two hours later, I'm like, fuck's sake, I'm still scrolling. So I had to just get <laughs> no self-control. Oh, and yeah. I do. Yeah, little. I can imagine. Like, I don't have it, but I am I know that there's really good content on there, and there's also really shit content. So <laughs> do it that way yeah. you will. I don't have TikTok, but I did my best to find the um, sources. So I guess with that said, my sources were articles from The Cut, Rolling Stone, insider and then i was able to watch some of the shared tiktoks on other social media platforms like youtube or whatever or instagram and i also got a lot of info from reddit so there you go. Shit, that's like big publications rolling stones and like... yeah this like blew wow. up <laughs> when when was this happening um the tiktok that's like started it all was it was at the beginning of June and we're in the beginning of July right now so yeah it was about a month ago that all of this I am so out of the loop when it comes to anything trending oh no. me too. I mean if it wasn't for you listeners sending this to us I would have no idea that this was going on <laughs> wow I'm even more excited so this is fresh this is it's like fresh. hot okay. off the press okay and a disclaimer just before we begin that, and I'm sure we'll mention it throughout, but Sarah and I are both extremely sex positive and body positive. So like we, we don't judge anyone who, if you want to be a swinger, I say do it like more power to you. If everyone is um, consenting and of legal age, we think it's great, but this is the whole different story and a drama for a different reason. So we're there in no way are we trying to bash anyone's like sexual life at all. No, not at all. So if you send us an email complaining, I'm going to say, did you listen to the disclaimer? <laughs> That's exactly say, what I'll say. Hey, did you listen? Katie's disclaimer. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you skip past that? Well, that's your own damn fault for skipping. So. Yeah, don't hit that skip button so many times. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have adverts, so you should be skipping anyway. We don't have those. I know. I know we need those, but we don't have them yet. Oh, someday. Okay. <laughs> so this story, this scandal is surrounding a TikToker. Her name is Taylor Frankie Paul. She is Taylor a, Frankie Paul. What a name. Yeah. She's a 28-year-old Mormon TikToker from Draper, Utah. You know the place. Draper. Oh, I do. <laughs> she has, wait for it, 3.5 million followers on TikTok. What the fuck? How? How is that possible? Is it I don't, follow, follow her? To be ironic, like as in to make fun of her because she's Mormon, or are these like Mormon followers? No, they're. I think they're Mormon and non-Mormon followers. I'll kind of get into it, but she, yeah, I don't, I don't understand the appeal, but apparently there's an appeal. Um, she. Boy. So she mostly posts these like dance slash choreography videos, like with. Oh, right. I mean, right. you know the ones, like the cringy TikTok ones, and she'll have yeah, like. You're picturing it, aren't you? <laughs> I'm picturing it only because I'm not cool enough to do them. Like when I was on TikTok for a hot second, I was like, oh my God, maybe I'm going to do one of these dances. <laughs> I would, and it's like, no. I would love it yeah. if we're on TikTok and doing those dances. But like, uh, but people just take themselves too seriously to where you feel a little bit uncomfortable. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's cringy. Yeah, I like it when they're funny. I mean, see, again, I don't have TikTok. So the only way I see these is if they're shared through like Instagram or whatever. So again, this is on me for being an old person, but so <laughs> she mostly posts those kind of videos with the occasional appearance from her soon to be ex-husband. That's part of the drama. And oh. sometimes her two young kids are in, are in the videos, which I just have to tell you their names because you're about to be a mom. And no, are they going to be Utah <laughs> names? They're not Utah names, but I just don't know how I feel about them. One of them is named Indy, and one of them is named Ocean. Oh, good Lord. I, I, I feel like she's just like, you, you wouldn't even have to tell me what she looks like. I can already picture white. Yeah, she's white. <laughs> yeah. No, she's like, oh, she's actually like one of the only brunettes, but she has a lot of blonde in brunette. But she is very, very, very oh. thin, which no no shade being thin. Yeah, yeah. no shade in that Typical. at all. Typical what you would expect of like a quote unquote hot Mormon mom and yeah, looks just like what you're picturing. So it's like these names feel a bit like appropriative. Like, why are you? Anyway, whatever. Ocean and Indy. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to knock anyone. Name your kid whatever the fuck you want to. But like those names just immediately make me think of a white person like what you described or a white person with dreads. I was going to say, it sounds like a mixture of the two. A white person with dreads would for sure name their children in the yeah. ocean. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, God. White people with dreads. I just. I hate it so much. Oh, I hate it. I used to have. A, when I was like 18 years old, I had a crush on a white boy with dreads. What was wrong with me? So gross. Okay. To be to be clear, dreads aren't gross. They're just not appropriate when they're on. They're not appropriate for white people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same with the white people getting cornrows or like uh-huh. braids. Not yep. appropriate. Don't do it. Um. All right. So Taylor does choreographed routines. Uh, like I said, just either by herself or with her kids or with a group of like-minded Mormon TikTok moms. They call themselves Mom Talk. Stop. <laughs> um, and th- so the two other like really big, I guess, TikTokers who do this are there women named Camille Monday and Miranda McWhorter. And Taylor often jokes in her TikToks that these these women are her sister wives. Oh, yeah. No. And she doesn't understand that that's problematic. Oh, no, no. If you so <laughs> I watched a few of these, which. You're welcome, listeners, because it is it's so cringe to watch these. I was just like, oh, God, I can't like so a lot of her brand seems to be. So she's Mormon, obviously, like she makes that clear. 
but a lot of it is like joking about like almost like sexuality or sister wives or insinuating something but not actually talking about it it's very weird because I don't understand the joke I don't think joking about sexuality or sister wives is funny at all but Oh, Maybe that's and I guarantee if once we post this, we're going to have people coming after us who are obsessed with her. Hell, she might even like. She come might. After us. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I guess bring it on because I feel confident in what I'm saying. Um, yeah. it, it should be noted in almost all of these videos and on her social media, um, her and these other women. They very much, like I said, they look like the, the typical, very pretty Mormon woman. They all look very similar, maybe with slightly different hair colors. But many times they're not dressed modestly, which is interesting. Like they do not wear their garments, at least on social media. And this is giving me, when I watch them, they really give me like the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City vibes. The one who is still Mormon was her name, Meredith. No, uh, Lisa, Lisa Barlow. Lisa, Lisa, that's right. They give me those kind of vibes where it's like, we'll wear things that are, you know, quote unquote immodest, which I I don't care what you wear, but what I'm saying is they claim to be Mormon and then they wear things that a Mormon wouldn't wear and post about it on TikTok, almost making it seem like Mormons are more progressive or cooler than they're actually allowed to be. Does that make sense? Exactly. No, and it is annoying because it's like because then people see that shit. Yes. Women are like, oh, so they're not, they're not like you know oppressed and they don't have to wear like these garments. Looks like they can wear whatever they want and still be like a devout Mormon, but that's not true. That's that's not true. true. Yeah. It's giving like a false, um, giving people false impressions of what the Mormon Church really is, and especially when. You have this many followers. I think you have a responsibility to like accurately portray things and we'll get even more into it, but she's not portraying Mormonism how it actually is. So no. And I just did a quick look on Instagram and no, she's definitely not wearing garments, which again, I'm all for it. Right. Right. Like I think think it's fantastic. Like I say, don't wear your garments, but at the same time, if you're, if you're going to like break the rules and cherry pick, then don't also at the same time be like, and I'm a proud member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's like, well, you're exactly. not, though, because you're breaking all the rules and you're not going to be able to go to the temple if you don't wear the garments. So, yep. like, shoot the side at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So on May 20th of this year, 2022, Taylor, she did, she also does, like, the lip, lip sync videos, which everyone does on TikTok. She, oh, yeah. She used one of her lip sync videos to reveal that she was separating from her husband. And oh, scandal! Announced it on social media. She captioned the TikTok an unfortunate announcement. Um, and in this TikTok, she used audio from Miley Cyrus's song Malibu. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I mean, love Miley Cyrus, but okay. So she used that, and then she she was like showing off a set of keys standing in an empty house and the text in the video says in my 20s getting divorced starting therapy living on my own for the first time ever along with two little kids so that's how she announced that she was like divorcing her husband which okay for you you know fine if that's what it is but in a second video taylor hinted that there was much more to the end of her marriage there's a video Oh. There's, there's a video of her uh, with moving boxes, and it includes the cryptic text, quote, my life is falling apart, and I can't even speak on why without bringing them all down with me. So, oh, I love a good cryptic headline or caption on social media. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? I think it means that. I don't know. I don't know. Like, everyone's like, who is she talking about? Who is she going to bring down with her if she talks about it? What is this? So It makes me think of, like, old Facebook statuses that you have when you're, like, 18. It's like, Sarah is feeling sad, but confident she'll overcome this in the next weeks. Like, (laughs) we all used to write our Facebook statuses in, like, the third person. It was like, Sarah is 
Katie is, and then you'd you'd write something cryptic, yeah, and then everyone would be like, oh, "What's wrong? What's the matter?" And then you're like, "Nothing." Okay, you're, you you're just like, totally fishing for people to come ask. Yeah, or like lyrics to songs that are depressing. Oh, times <laughs> that my Facebook memories pop up where I've quoted songs from like Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, like I was oversharing. What was I doing? <laughs> Were you feeling vindicated? I'm selfish. I am rock. God, those are so cringy. Okay, love a good cryptic message. Can't wait to see what is happening with her divorce. Tell me okay. more. Okay. So this is when people, her fans and other people that are in, were interested in this on Reddit began talking about it, like speculating with each other. And they were noticing that some of the other mom talkers in her group, the other ones that would appear in her videos with her, that they mm-hmm. were that these moms, these Mormon moms, were unfollowing Taylor. (gasps) And they were liking comments that suggested that she cheated on her husband, and that's why they were getting divorced. What? Yeah. I thought you were going to say that, like, these women had an affair with her husband, and that's why they unfollowed her. Oh, I mean... I don't think so, but when we get into it, we can do some speculating because it gets kind of (laughs) messy. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So, you know, how funny that they're always constantly, I mean, like daily, they're in these videos on TikTok together. They live really close to each other. And then all of a sudden they unfollow her and start liking comments that are suggesting that she's cheated on her husband. So, uh, yeah. So Taylor had previously joked, like I said, she did a lot of quote-unquote joking on her TikTok. She had previously joked about being in an open marriage on TikTok, calling it, quote, fun in a video that she posted in April. Um, and right. a few days a few days later, she shared a video on TikTok suggesting that she didn't believe in monogamy. Though at the time, what? yeah. So at the time, like, most of her fans just thought she was joking because this was kind of her shtick, like, oh, these are my sister wives, <laughs> even though they're like, no, they're not, you're not FLDS. But, and then she would, it's almost like, okay, remember when we would joke as Mormons, like, oh my God, I want to have all your babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you don't really mean that. I think that's what people thought. They just thought she was saying something to be like quirky and different as a Mormon. Like, I don't believe in monogamy, but they're like, no, but you do, though, because you're married to one man and you're a Mormon, right? Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, apparently, yeah, we'll see. So on a live stream on May 25th of this year, Taylor claimed she got on live and said that she and her husband had indeed been in an open relationship and had an agreement with the other couples in her mom talk friend group. What? Oh, <laughs> My God. Oh, my celestial Jesus. Oh my J-Dog Jesus. would not approve of it. Actually, J-Dog would because, you know, it's basically what he did, except for it was one way. But I was going to say, J-Dog would only approve if it was the women and they had to leave their husbands at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So she was in the video on her live stream. She was careful not to name names, but like everyone who follows her knows who she hangs out with every day. They know who's in that mom talk group. So she didn't name names specifically, but she said that everyone in their friend group was involved. And she reported that she and her husband had been, quote unquote, soft swinging. Which that just <laughs> makes me think that is really soft. I know. I know. You can't uh, that, right? When the word soft is involved, you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but apparently, according to her, this means that no one went all the way together unless their spouses were in the room so and she she went on to say that the whole group was intimate with each other as in like women were intimate with women but men weren't intimate with other men but then there was like swapping of couples and I guess if you got permission and you were in the same room you could have penetrative sex I don't know what's your take on this soft swinging that's what I I mean, that's that's what I'm interpreting it as well, is that, like, it just means non-penetrative sex, I guess, like. Unless your spouse is in the room. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Which again, like if this is what works for you and your partner, I think that's great. Yeah. Do you. But we'll, we'll get into it more in the video, but I, okay. You're not allowed to do this if you're a Mormon. (laughs) Yeah. I think that just needs to be said. Like you can't have a, a Mormon mom TikTok and then come out and be like, oh, I'm a swinger because no, then like, you're not Mormon. You're, you're not, not Mormon. You're going to get your temple recommend taken away. You might even get excommunicated because you're talking about it publicly. Yeah, exactly. And that's considered adultery. And it's even worse if you admit that you're a woman and you had, you were intimate with another woman. They, they define that as like the worst sin ever. Um, so, yeah, I, this is where I, I get annoyed again over and over with these influencers that are like, oh, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I follow Jesus. Hashtag come follow me. But then it's like, oh, but I'm also a swing. <laughs> yeah, because then, you know, people who don't know anything about the church are like, oh, cool. Like, this church is really progressive. Right? It oh. gives off the wrong impression for sure. So, all right, this is this is where in the video. Taylor admits that she violated the group's soft swapping policies. She said, quote, to be honest, we had an agreement like all of us, and I did step out of that agreement. She said she confessed that she had gone all the way with someone in the group. Quote, it wasn't like I was going around, like, hooking up with my friend's husband. It was like we were at a party. I got belligerent, and we went and messed around by ourselves rather than the whole group. What does she mean belligerent? Like she was drinking? Because again, that's not Mormon. That's exactly what stood out to me too. I was like, okay, so she's saying this in a live stream. And whenever I hear someone use that word, it's almost always in the context of being too drunk, right? Yeah, exactly. Especially like in this scenario. And so I, I looked it up a little bit more and it turns out that at these parties, yeah, they would drink alcohol, which again- What the fuck? Like, I'm not judging. I drink alcohol, but um, you, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that when you're Mormon. If you truly believe in, like, the doctrine of Mormonism and getting to the celestial kingdom, you're not going to drink alcohol and swing and not wear your garments. No. And, and the whole thing is, like, this episode wouldn't even exist on our account if it wasn't that she was promoting that she's Mormon because if this was like if you took out the element of Mormonism I'd be like yeah yeah do it right that's exactly this is amazing and I, I think that she and these other mom talkers I think they use the um that identity of being Mormon that's part of their popularity because mm-hmm. people are interested in that if they were maybe just some other random women they might not be as popular or have as many followers so yeah it's- hashtag they wouldn't call follow her so you know <laughs> Oh my god. Hashtag mom jokes all day long. Mom jokes from the new mom. <laughs> uh, okay, so Taylor insisted that this hookup was a one-time thing, but she also admitted that she and the unnamed man had feelings for each other. Again, Uh-oh. this just like is giving such real housewives of SLC vibes to me, but oh, yeah, so- thinking of this whole thing I'm just like oh my god this is so real housewives because they also do really cryptic Instagram posts that you're always like "Ooh, who are they talking about yeah and that woman Lisa who is claims to be the active Mormon yet she never wears her garments and she owns a tequila company like girl it gets me so mad she yeah yeah she's like but I believe I am a Mormon and we don't believe in that blah 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 blah. and she'll like defend Mormons but then she doesn't follow any of the rules which make Mormonism oppressive and horrible. Like it's, it's yeah. so, ugh, so stupid. Yeah. It's yeah. really similar for these, these um, mom talkers in my opinion. So mom talkers. Oh, I can't. So yeah. So I guess that she, so Taylor had this one time playing at the party. They went in a separate room and apparently this is one of her friends, husbands. And then now they have feelings for each other, which is another thing. Can I just say, if this is what you're doing when you're swinging, you're not doing it right because you're not supposed to be sneaky. And also you're supposed to have full trust with your partner going into it. And this just feels very like immature high schoolish, like, Oh, like sneak off and like do it together. And then we develop feelings for each other. Like you're not doing it right. If that's no, going exactly. on. And, and that's what it gives, you know, swingers a bad name or makes it seem yeah. like it's 
you know, like people get hurt when they swing, but that's not the case. Like if you do it properly and you go in with the right mindset and you agree with your partner and there's trust and there's communication, then it's fine. But like they are like, oh, yeah, we're swingers or whatever the fuck. But that's not what you're doing. You're just cheating. And yeah, yeah, that's and it's not, like, uh huh. It's like you said, it's just cheating and it's not informed. And I have to imagine that maybe their Mormon background and even their Mormon facade, like they don't, you have to think they don't have proper sex ed either or like talk yeah. about consent and all of that. So, yeah, yeah problematic true. in a lot of ways. So, um, Taylor also said that she's now being shunned by her friends and she oh. claimed. And she claimed that there were other people in the mom talk group who had feelings for each other and that there are three divorces in her friend group right now. So, again, you obviously didn't do this right. And another shining example of how Mormonism is not healthy for sexuality if, like, you're all just divorcing after these swinger parties. (laughs) Exactly. They need to stop using the word swinger because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And they're clearly not doing it correctly and are just, again, like they're, they're even making like demonizing the concept mm-hmm. of sexuality and having fluid sexuality or like having open relationship or swinging because their situation led to divorces and this horrible drama. But that's because they didn't actually do it right. Right. And can I just say how just ironic and annoying it is that they're all proud of being Mormon and then now it comes out that they were swinging and like fooling around with each other and they think that that's okay yet they give money and time and attention to a church that is trying to take away the rights for gay people like mm-hmm. and women's there? rights as well yeah right? yeah Ugh. okay So following Taylor's video, fans started to speculate that other mom talkers must have been involved in the drama. Uh, But a number of them have denied the rumors and like a bunch of them have posted videos like saying that they would never. And to me, it just feels like they're protesting too much. Like, just be quiet. Like, I don't know. I mean, but. But honestly, the shame that comes with that kind of thing, even just in general, but especially in the Mormon church, if that gets out, there's like so much shame. So much. Thing. On So on June 1st, Taylor posted an Instagram story thanking her family for, quote, being so supportive during this time and that she was overwhelmed. Seeming to address rumors that she sent a cease and desist letter, she added, After talking with my legal team, I have all rights to share my story if I wanted. However, I feel that I shared a part and I will not be sharing anything else from here on out. Oh, interesting. Okay. Apparently someone wanted her to stop talking. So that's as far as I could like find from what people have said about it. But um, it got me thinking. Like, I've heard about this a lot, like swinging in Mormonism and in Utah and stuff. So I I looked it up and there was a really interesting Reddit thread where someone said they they posed the question. "Um, We moved to Utah nine years ago and have been absolutely blown away by the number of swingers in Utah. What gives? Is this a Mormon thing or a Utah thing? Oh, my God. (laughs) Now, this is like bringing back memories, and I do vaguely remember this when I lived in Utah, someone at my work talking about swingers. <gasps> do you? Yeah. Were they just saying that there was like a lot of them? or? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were just talking about it, and it was a non-Mormon in my workplace, and like all the rest of us are Mormon, and he was talking about it, and then someone was like, oh yeah, it's quite common, but, but then I was like super, super Mormon, so I didn't even really understand what swingers meant. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, if it's a non-Mormon saying it, then it's probably not true. Oh, yeah. They're probably just making it up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I I just wanted to read some of these responses because I thought they were interesting. Um, Someone said, um, stunted sexual development and a pendulum swing hard to the extremes of things we were not permitted to even think about. So it's reactionary and very rarely done in a healthy way with informed consent. And it might be a trauma response more often than not, which I found 
really oh, interesting. Okay. Like, yeah, like exactly what we've been talking about saying. Yeah. You you mm-hmm. weren't allowed to participate in anything sexual, and then suddenly you're like with your partner, and then you're like, oh, let's just like do it all. But yeah, definitely could be a trauma response. Um, someone said. Yeah, it's people that have had sex with only one person ever and they get jealous or sad when they realize the variety they missed out on. Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> um, this person said, I've been to a few clothing optional parties, both in Utah, ah. <laughs> both in Utah and other states where a lot of the participants overlap with the swinger scene. And I can confirm that the people at these parties in Utah have a much more immature feel to them. Like, so similar to what I was saying, I feel like these people have not actually grown into their relationships or their sexuality. Mm-hmm. They're just like, let's just do it. Like, I don't know. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a fair generalization to make. Like, I'm sure, again, not not everyone is like that who's Mormon and who, you know, thinks that they're swinging, but they don't really understand the concept of it. But I think a lot of it is exactly that. Like, you get for the most part, and the disclaimer, for the most part in Mormonism, you get married super fast. You yeah. don't know the person you're marrying very well. You can't after just like a few months. It's just not possible to know that person a lot, you know, like yeah. I, and, and I'm sure most of our listeners have been with their partners for years and it's still like every day you're learning something new. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, I can't imagine getting married to, to Greg after three months. Like that's just, <laughs> that's wild. I, I, I know it blows my mind. It blows my mind how quickly. And, and there's no way you could have that trust. Like there's no way that you could have that amount of maturity and trust in a relationship after just a few months of dating and then marriage. And even if you've been married for a while, like that usually again, generalization, usually you have kids quite quickly. And so then that like, you know, deters from the relationship a bit as it naturally does. Like, it just it's asking for disaster when it comes to trust and opening up and exploring sexuality within a relationship that doesn't have that foundation. Oh, 100%. And to add on top of that, yeah, like you said you don't have that foundation and then you belong to a church that tells you it's wrong. So Yes, exactly. Like how do you I guess wrestle with that in your brain, the mental gymnastics of like, oh, we want to try this out or maybe one of you does, but you don't have that foundation yet. And then, I mean, this is just a great example of the jealousy and it, it didn't work because of the divorces. So, uh, yeah, it, yeah. the church needs to teach healthy sexuality. But also, I think it's a good example if, like, you're doing a lot of this stuff, maybe just leave the church and get that part yeah. out. <laughs> get, at least get that shit off your back. <laughs> Like, why even say that you're still Mormon other than to, for her in her case, and again, Taylor, sorry if I'm wrong, but it just sounds like you're using it because it's a good brand. It's branding, right? Yeah, it's, that's what I, you know. I truly, I was grappling with this the whole time. I truly am like, okay, does she actually believe in the Mormon church, like, parts of it? Or is she just using it to her advantage to get followers? Like, I truly don't know. I don't. I really don't get it because why wouldn't she just leave and where, you know, not have to worry about this cognitive dissonance constantly because I mean, yeah, she wouldn't be going to the celestial kingdom if she really believes in that. No, definitely not. And if she's like raising her kids in the church as well, like it just seems like, well, if you want to explore and do these things, like surely wouldn't you want your kids to do it, but they can't do that if they're being raised in the church or they're going to have the same guilt. Like it just sounds to me personally, it just sounds like it's a branding call. Like this is what she created this, you know, TikTok account, Instagram account. It blew up because of her, I'm sure talking about Mormon content. Yeah. She yeah. kept going yeah. with it. It's, you know, it's a good brand and you can't really remarket and change at this point. So you can't like, rebrand like the Mormon church does. <laughs> exactly. Maybe she can change it to hashtag Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints member instead of hashtag Mormon. <laughs> hashtag Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints member TikTok. <laughs> yeah. It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Um, one more comment I want to read from Reddit, uh, where they were asking, 
asking like, oh, so is this a thing? And like, is this a Mormon thing, a Utah thing? Why so many swingers? And this person said, I believe for true believing Mormons of the mainstream church, they'd have to have a lot of cognitive dissonance if that's happening. But it sounds more like Jack Mormons might be doing this to me. But there could be a few things happening if they really are TBMs. Just facing the reality that only having one partner your whole life doesn't work for every person. And that could feel unfulfilling. And that freeing your partner sexually can be joyful and form bonds of love. So it doesn't really feel like cheating on the law of chastity because it's consensual and potentially healthy for the relationship. So maybe they bend the rules. And then another breed of Mormons are those bordering on fundamentalism who never really let go of polygamy. So they would be more comfortable with the idea of like, oh, Joseph Smith did this. So we can do this kind of thing. Oh, that's a good point. And it also another thing I just thought about, too, along those lines, um, when you're uh, reading that response is like, it doesn't feel like it's breaking the law of chastity because it's still within marriage and it's still consent. Yeah. It's not like they're all couples who aren't married. They're all married couples. They're all married. Ah, I didn't really put that together, but that's so true because that's what's taught, right? If you're mm-hmm. married... They they do say, like, it has to just be between the one man and one wife. But, like, I can see how they would bend the rules. Kind of like how BYU students bend the rules for soaking. <laughs> <laughs> soaking and earthquaking. <laughs> yes, soaking and earthquaking. And then, I guess, soft swinging if you're married. Because, hey, you're married. Uh, now you can do what you want. But we all know that's not what the church teaches. But we've also seen the magnificent ways that... <laughs> Mormons can like do mental gymnastics to pick and choose what they want to do and still be in the church. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it also makes me think of, you know, when it was that, I mean, I don't know if it's still happening at BYU, but like right before I went and I think a bit when I was still there is the, the whole, you know, you drive to Vegas to get married just so you can have sex. (gasps) and Yes. Yes. That I, I know a girl. Well, she, yeah, I think she was like 18 when she did that. That's yeah. mad, you guys. That actually exists. Like, I have definitely seen it. I've heard it. Like, I, yeah, it's a thing. I don't know if it's still common, but I, I know for sure in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. that was, like, the thing to do is that you would drive to Vegas from BYU, get married, have, like, spend the whole weekend just having sex the whole time. Then you come back on the Monday to BYU and get an annulment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've forgotten about that, but that's that is a great example of these mm-hmm. loopholes they find. I mean I mean, just thinking about that made me realize that I know a lot of people who like I don't know really what to call it, but they would probably call it they went through a rebellious or wild phase, like where they would drink and maybe like hook up with people, but they were still Mormon and then they'd just like repent or something. Like they would justify oh. it in their head being like, Oh, I'm just being a little wild right now, but I'll go back later. And again, you do you, but that also fucking annoys me because that gives all of us ex-Mormons a bad name where everyone says to us, oh, you just wanted to sin. And it's like, nah, no, no, no. That's not not it. But some Mormons do do that occasionally where they're like, oh, that seems fun. I'm just going to break the rules and then repent later. Yeah, I knew a lot of this. He was like, oh, I'm just inactive right now because I want to do this and this. But like, I'll come back. This isn't like a forever phase. And then they do that. And I agree. It's like, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. But the annoying part is, is like exactly what you said, Katie. It gives us the people like ex-Mormons, especially like in our platform, in our community. It's annoying because we have to like constantly defend Mm -hmm. ourselves with people saying, Oh, you just left because you you're you took the easy way out. You're a lazy learner and you just, you know, you wanted to party and have fun. It's like, no, I have an issue with your core fucking doctrine and how yeah. you teach and treat people. Like that is my issue. It's not because I wanted to quote unquote sin. Those are extra benefits and fucking <laughs> yeah. amazing. But that's not why I left the church. Like if I could go, you know, twenty-eight years without having sex, I think I would have held out a little bit long. You know what I mean? Like it's not <laughs> yeah, exactly. because of that. <laughs> That's a good point. You held out that long. It's like, yeah, you would think if, if, if that was the real reason you would have been done 
a lot sooner. Exactly. <laughs> a lot sooner when my burbs, boobs were perkier and everything was better, I would have left sooner. You, you stop know what talking I mean? about that right now. You have glorious titties. <laughs> Thanks. My titties are glorious, but they're, yeah. They're yeah. great. Slap you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Katie. We're body positive. <laughs> Told ya. <laughs> um, so that's all my notes, but I wanted to kind of give a call out to our listeners. If you have a story or know a little bit more about this or like, you know, of Mormon swingers, obviously you don't need to out anyone by name. I would never ask you that, but I'd love to hear a little bit more detail because I don't personally know anyone who's an active Mormon who is a swinger because of course they're not going to tell me that. But if you do, I think that would be fascinating to hear about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm super curious. I find this topic really fascinating. And I think it's just the whole, because we grew up Mormon, it's even more fascinating because we get the mindset. We get like their loopholes and how they consider <laughs> this as like an option because we were in that situation. But imagine people who, which is probably why she has such a fucking massive following is because if it is a lot of people who aren't Mormon, they're probably fascinated. Like, what? how could you, yeah. like, how do you think that that's rational or like, that's, that's oh, yeah. I don't know, an okay thing. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. I'm sure they're fascinated by her because of the Mormon aspect. And then also she's, you know, t- uh, the very, like, classically pretty person with, it's just, this, like, psychology behind it is really interesting how that many people could be that fascinated by someone. I, I, I mean, yeah, but to me, like you said, it's, the interesting part is the Mormon part. If this had blown up on social media and the Mormon aspect wasn't even part of it I would have been like what's the big deal like I don't (laughs) I don't care (laughs) exactly I'd be like okay like it's just another white person talking about their swinging experience that failed because they weren't like educated on how or maybe they were but they chose not to do it the right way I'd be like I don't really care like do you whatever (laughs) what live your life do you don't care but the fact that it has this Mormon element and she's like, you know, promoting how she's Mormon and hashtag families are together forever. It's like, mm-hmm. OK, now there's the problem. Like, that's the issue. That's the issue. And don't you think I mean, this is speculation, but I have to think that the Mormon upbringing and like all of these all of these couples are Mormon and like their husbands supposedly hold the priesthood and stuff like wouldn't you think that the Mormon background of it is probably plays a big role into why the swinging didn't work because you're taught monogamy in church constantly and so then of course you're gonna like have sex with a different person and develop quote-unquote feelings for them because you can't separate the two and then it's just gonna get all convoluted and messed up I have to think that the Mormon background has something to do with how it all got messed up oh my god definitely I mean Again, like, you know, the first time I was sexual after leaving the church, I, it was a disaster. And you guys have listened to the first really bad episodes (laughs) with the audio where I'm going through every single sexual encounter because my mind, like I was not mature enough to, to even really fathom like any of this stuff, much less be in a committed relationship and a marriage and then trying to do like, I, it just, no, no, the maturity is not there. It's, yeah. it's not possible, especially when you're taught and brainwashed by the Mormon church to think of sexuality in a certain way. Even if you did leave, it's still difficult. So if you haven't left and you're still in that church and you're trying to explore sexuality, that's just going to be very. Uh, that would be so hard. I just feel like you'd feel constant shame. Yep. Using feelings. If you're listening to this and you're still somehow like in the church, I would just say best advice is to leave if you can just Just leave leave. enjoy your life leave and explore your sexuality without guilt do what's best for you if you're in a relationship and you've talked about it and you're consenting adults do you that's what we always say you you. do you whatever makes you happy and works for you but if you're trying to live two different lives it's gonna catch up with you eventually and it's gonna Uh come ahead and it's yeah it's not a recipe for disaster for yeah. sure. Yeah. I like how you put that. It really is leading to different lives. You can't be an active 
devout Mormon and do these other things that you want to do that these mom talkers were doing without at some point it's going to blow up. So yeah, exactly. Well, that is the mom talk drama. And I'm glad, I'm glad the episode is over because that was draining to research. Watching those TikToks, I was so, I was just like, oh, God, I can't. I can't watch more of these. If you want cringe, go watch the TikToks. They are, woo. They're, they're I am so impressed that you did that, did the research. I mean, as always, Rounds of applause to Katie oh, for the thank you, my dear. and the amazing <laughs> notes. And when you're describing it, I'm like, oh my god, now I want to go watch like Real Housewives, and I want to go watch this. <laughs> that is right up my alley. You would, I you love would probably it. love it. You'd get sucked into the round of applause. <laughs> you would enjoy it. I'm over here like scratching the chalkboard, like get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Why we work? We're so different. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so curious. So yeah, listeners, if you have any stories, of course, don't out anyone, but just like tell us the high level version of the story without any details or whatever, or like specific details. I'm so curious. I think this is a really fascinating topic. And also, just a side note for the people, like I feel like we we probably came across quite harsh as we normally do. But in reality, I do feel bad for these people because they do yeah. just want to experience and, and have, you know, the full range of experiencing life and sexuality. And they're confined in these Mormon relationships that, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. And I feel bad for them, but then I'm also like, you named your child ocean and Indy. So then I don't feel bad for you anymore. <laughs> No, I, I think my heart goes out to people who are, and, and to, the, to them a bit as well, to anyone who's affected by the Mormon organization, because it is oppressive. And so this is all like kind of a, you know, an aftermath of that. But I, when you have a platform of 3.5 million people, it's like, uh, do a little better and represent yeah. the, the accuracy of the church you're representing just a little bit better. But I do feel for her in terms of like, put into this one box and then being shunned by friends and family like we get yeah definitely yeah definitely I that's hard and I get that well listeners thank you so much as always for being here with us and thank you to those of you who have taken the time to go over and give us nice reviews on iTunes it means so much to me and Sarah that I don't I don't understand how the algorithm works with Apple Podcasts, but if you give us a nice rating and review, it somehow boosts us up and gets more people to see us. So thank you for taking the time out of your day to do that. It means a lot to us. Um, Thank you to our patrons and just thank you all for listening. We're so grateful to have you here with us. We are. Thank you guys. We are feeling the love. We are feeling you. We are feeling ourselves and we (laughs) hope you guys have a fantastic week. And bye. Bye bye.